listening to RMD Studios. Welcome to The Table, a podcast for leaders to build community, have conversations, and share resources. to the Table Podcast. My name is Sean Rainey, and I'm your host. This podcast is created by the Church Ministries Department and RMD Studios. The goal of this podcast is to provide resources, training, and networking to the local church. We still believe the church is the hope of the world, and we are here to serve you and your volunteer leaders. I serve as a church ministries director here in the Rocky Mountain Network, and today I have Linda with me. Linda serves as the assistant church ministries director, and we are so excited to get this podcast and many more resources just like this one in your hands. Now, today we're tackling a topic that I am so excited to bring to you guys, meetings. Doesn't that sound exciting? Well, if it doesn't, then I would push back today and say that you are not doing meetings correctly, whether it's staff meetings, Sunday run-through, pre-service meetup rallies, volunteer or serve team trainings, production or media meetings, 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 meetings. That's right. And you know, I'm one of those rare people who love a meeting. <laughs> and um, But I do know that um, sometimes they can be frustrating. So now any leader within the church, whether it's the lead pastor or the volunteer leaders or the team leaders, Work with volunteers. And volunteers are really busy people. That's right. They have jobs, they have families and hobbies, and of course, there's always the unexpected. Mm -hmm. And it's also only natural that leaders want to produce quality and exceptional events and maybe programs, but sometimes disappointed and frustrated that their team members fail to show up to their monthly meeting or their planning meeting. It's happened to me a lot. (laughs) And they feel like they have to do it all by themselves. But could it be... That it's our own fault. Mm. Are our meetings too long? Maybe they really don't even have a purpose. Do um, we, the leaders, seem unprepared or lackadaisical about their time? Do our meetings last forever because Mm. we've got off topic and we're talking about other things? But today, we want to talk about the art of the meeting and how we can not only decide if a meeting is needed, but what we can do to respect our team members' time and in return, have better meetings with more team members showing up more often. That's right. So today we're talking about how to lead effective volunteer meetings. Now, if you listen to Michael Hyatt or you read uh, Patrick Lencioni, uh, maybe the book Death by Meeting, some of this may sound familiar to you. It's really simple to lead effective meetings. The problem is we're just not doing it. So if you want to lead effective volunteer meetings, we want to talk about a few keys that can help you. So today, number one is you need to decide. Decide who should even be in the meeting. It's important to have the right people in the right meetings. And so often we don't do that. No, we just have too many. That's right. We invite everybody or we don't want to leave someone out. But the truth is when there's too many people in the meeting, we're not being productive. It's also important 
to decide if we should even have a meeting. So many times I've been invited to meetings that should have been an email, right? right. Or we Absolutely. could have done it at a different location. We've been called to the, the central location, maybe the church or a meeting room when it could have been handled by a simple conference call or maybe even a Zoom meeting, a video call that, that we right. could have been at a number of locations but accomplish the same goal. We have to make decisions on where where and when to have these meetings. Another decision is how long the meeting should be and stick Absolutely. to it. Linda, I've been in meetings that have just gone on and on and on Absolutely. and there's no purpose to it. We've already made the decision. We've already come to the conclusion, but because it was said it's going to be an hour meeting, even though we were done in 20 minutes, right. we just had a bunch of filler. We got to figure something else out to say. That's right. And what happens is if we do that, we break the trust of our volunteers when we start late or when we end late. And no wonder they have excuses of why they can't make our meetings. Right. You know, I think another thing that's important is have an agenda. Yes. You know, just a simple outline that you send out before the meeting to your attendees. It helps them already get started thinking about what you're talking about. Um, For me, when I have meetings and we're planning an event, maybe I need to know breakout sessions and things. I want them to already be thinking about that and not get their cold turkey. And that helps things go faster. And then have a plan. Um, Take your agenda and put timestamps on it. This is we're going to talk about this for 10 minutes. We're going to talk about this for 20 minutes, this for 30 minutes. So good. And then you got to stick to it. You can't just decide because another topic's come up, we're going to do this. Um, And then have somebody taking the notes. You want someone writing down all the decisions you made so you don't have to go back at the end and spend time trying to remember them. And um, before you leave from that agenda, always have a takeaway. This is what you've been assigned to do. This is your job. This is what we're doing next. This is what we're taking home with us. And then that way people feel like they've accomplished something. I love it. I I like to call those action steps. What Mm -hmm. are the actions that we're going to walk out of this meeting and go accomplish? So number one, you've made the decision. Number two, you have an agenda. Number three, communication is so key. Uh, Who do you communicate Mm -hmm. with? I remember reading this book and it's talked about who I talk to daily, who I talk to weekly, monthly, and quarterly. There are some people on my team, Linda, that they need daily communication. Then there's some people on my team that they don't need to hear from me for an entire month because they're hearing from other people that are leading them. And so understanding who you need to communicate with and allowing that communication, allowing that vision to trickle down to the volunteers. Right. I've had volunteers before that maybe I didn't communicate as much as they felt like I need to and they thought they weren't even on the team anymore. That's right. That's and you're right. like, it's been a week, you know, yep. but they want constant. So you got to know your team. How can you communicate with them? Yeah. So I think if you can just uh, really hone in on that, who do I need to talk to daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly. And there's sometimes that I'm not in all of the meetings. Right. We can't be in every single no. meeting. We would be in too many meetings <laughs> and we wouldn't get ministry done. We wouldn't get the work accomplished. We wouldn't be able to fulfill the vision that God has called us to do in our local church. And so there's some meetings, uh, whether it's on a phone call or a video call or even in, in a location, I'll pop in for the first five minutes, maybe offer some encouragement, some excitement, and then I leave and I allow that right. person to leave 
the meeting. And you know what that does? When that person's leading the meeting, they become the contact right. person. When there's a problem, when there's an issue, they're not calling me at midnight. They're not sending me emails and needing my response. When I can empower others and give them that authority, they become the go-to person for every single discussion. That's right. Absolutely. And you know, the thing is, is that I think as church leaders, when we're volunteer leaders, we feel like we need to be in every meeting about, um, as far as women's ministries, maybe you have a Christmas tea mm. and you have all these little committees. Well, you don't have to go to every committee That's meeting. Right. Let the decoration team decide their own thing and you don't have to be there. I think what you said is a great. I love the quote. I've heard this before that when, when you delegate authority, um, you create leaders. Right. But when you delegate just tasks, then you create followers that need you to continue to delegate right. more tasks Absolutely. and more tasks. And I would much rather have leaders mm-hmm. around me that are making those decisions and being empowered. And trusting them to do so. That's right. But communication. Absolutely. So um, another thing that I think is you need to know what type of meeting you're having. So just like I said, it could be planning an event. It could be training. Maybe you're training your team on something new or you've got new people in your team. Um, Information, this is what we're going to do. I had an informational meeting last night um, and I met with them and I told them all the updates. And then I spent 10 minutes with questions and we were done. 30 minutes Mm, on a meeting during a big event. Um, maybe it's appreciation or decisions, whatever it is. If you're setting vision, you need to decide beforehand what type of meeting. You can't do all those things in one meeting. People just don't have time for that. They they're they work all day long and they need to be able to get things done and get back home to their families. Sometimes um, we try to do all those, but we need to make it clear. This is what we're doing. We need to be focused and we need to be respectful of their time. Their time is valuable and we need to be able to communicate that we know your time is valuable. Um, It's always great to start a meeting off with the win. Shauna always start my post event meetings. For instance, if this uh, just a couple of weekends ago, we had our, um, Women's and girls planning meeting. Yeah. And I started off every day, every time with what was our wins? That's great. Okay, ladies retreat. What was our win? Girls camp. Yeah. What was our wins? And then I never say, what were our failures? Mm. I never say that. I say, what needs to change? Mm. Because I don't want them to think they're volunteering their time. You didn't fail. Mm, we won. Good. And these are the things that need to change. That's good. Man, this stuff is so great here. And, you know, as we're kind of wrapping this up, we just wanted to kind of do just kind of this little lightning round of pro tips. Uh, some of these things that can just really help you. There's so much information. You can also check out uh, a lot of different blogs from Michael Hyatt on productivity. You can read Patrick Lencioni's book, Death by Meeting. There's so much out there. Yes. Carrie Newhoff offers a lot of things on just meetings and, and how to run an effective staff meeting or how to run different trainings. But uh, we want to just kind of bring this all in into one spot here at the table and and offer these advice, these little nuggets of advice to you. So here's just kind of some lightning round pro tips. Here's one is that great meetings often are having great questions. So what I mean by that is sometimes you are going to bring one question to a meeting that you're going to answer. And as a leader, we oftentimes try to bring answers, but it's more important for us as leaders to bring questions. You don't have to be the genius in the room of a thousand followers. Let ideas and let discussion happen by posing great questions. Well, and then uh, just to repeat something we've said, 
You don't only need to end on time, you need to start on time. Mm. Don't keep your team hostage waiting on one person to show up. You know, if you say you're going to start at 6.30, start at 6.30, and then eventually your team will realize you're starting at 6.30 and you're getting over at 6.30. And if they don't want to miss anything, they're going to be on time. That's right. That's good. Here's here's another one. When you assign a task, like Linda was talking about, those, those action steps, uh, when you assign a task, assign an owner and a due date. Man, this is so important because you know that phrase that that when it's everybody's job, guess what? It's no one's job. But when we make it specific, what are you going to do and when will that be done? So when you assign tasks, give it an owner and give it a due date and that way you can follow up. That's right. And then bad meetings result in bad decisions, Mm. which leads to media Ocrity. And I've had a meeting before that I dreaded and simply because I knew the leader was not going to be prepared. I knew the leader was going to be late and we're going to come in. We do this every month. We're not going to get anything done. And why did we even do this meeting? Yeah. So don't let this happen. Be intentional. That's right. And here's another one. Be silent. This is so hard yeah, yeah. for me, Linda. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this is difficult for <laughs> leaders because we oftentimes have people looking at us for the answers. But just like when you pose a great question, be okay with that awkward pause. Absolutely. That is be so okay hard. Be okay with that awkward silence. <laughs> and you sit there and just look at a team member or maybe you pose a question and, and no one's answering. Don't be afraid to call someone out and don't feel like you've got to bring all the answers. Be silent. Well, and I sometimes will have been known to say, okay, they tell me to be okay with the silence because I just struggle (laughs) with that. I want there to be talking all the time, but that is so important. And then lastly, have a meeting leader and a meeting facilitator. So you need someone that keeps up with your agenda, Um, whether it be just somebody who really likes notes, whatever it is, they look at it and they tell you, this is how much time we have left. Okay, we need to move on to the next thing. And have them take the notes and keep tasks. It could be two different people or it can be the same person that helps you just stay on course. That's so good. Well, man, Linda, this has been such great information. I know that we're all excited and we're ready for our next effective meeting. (laughs) Feel free to share this with your volunteer leaders who are leading meetings for you. When all the meetings are effective, you are truly empowering others to run with the vision. So thanks for listening today. Thank you for spending time with us around the table. For more resources just like this one, visit thetableresources.com.